0: Electrician, a trade person's podcast, chewing the fat on how to master your craft, speaking with folks who work with their hands, and learning from experience. What's up, everybody? It's your favorite electrician, Doug, here. Welcome back to the show, and hey, welcome to the work week, because guess what? We're back at it. Uh, got to get back out there and and give this week your all and try to grow through the experiences that you're about to undertake. You know, that's what it's really all about. In fact, we got a great episode today where we talk about just that. Now, in our society, we we have been fed all these stories since we were little kids um, that are like objective driven. And what I mean by that is like every story that you hear obviously has to have some sort of point. So it's typically some objective. Somebody wants to accomplish a thing or, or uh, you know princess wants to marry a prince in a, in a Disney version of that right there's always some objective and the entire story leads up to this objective and at the end the objective is typically attained and then what happily ever after right well I, I want we want to talk today about what happens during that Happily ever after attainment period because we all have to set goals, especially those of us in in this industry where you know uh, we're trying to either move up in a company, we want to start our own company someday, we want to get our licenses, whatever the case may be. We've got these objectives, and when you set your sights on an objective, that is your focus, and everything that you need to learn to attain that objective is what you set, you put your mind to at that period of time, and then you get there. The day comes, and you you attain your objective, you pass your exam, say, and you did it. You're a journeyman, electrician, holy shit, you did it. Now what? Happily ever after? I don't think so. What happens is you have to then go and apply or continue to apply not only those skills that you've learned up until becoming a journeyman electrician, a master electrician, but now you've got an entirely new goal to to set your sights on and that goal is how to be good at being a journeyman electrician right um now you're in a managerial role that's different you know if you've never managed people before that could be a big change and the point of all of this is that i want to impress upon you guys that there is no destination there is no end goal um you know and i don't say that in some sort of like hustle culture machismo thing it's like it's just the truth like you you can keep learning as long as you live and and every time you hit a goal you know you got there and so now you you are that thing you are a journeyman electrician now and so things are expected of you okay all right, you went through the process and you got that license. Okay, well, show me what you can do. And and then from that point on, you've got to go apply those things. And and if you're in a managerial position, that could mean, uh, you know, teaching, turning around and trying to find ways to verbally communicate the 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 information that you just learned. Um, there's so much to it, and I think that's just wonderful. I think that's the best thing about the trades is that you just there's no end goal. You know, there is no summit. There are summits, you know, there are places you get to that feel great. Don't get me wrong, when I passed my journeyman's exam, when I passed my masters, man, those were great days. Those are things I'll always look back on with pride and and knowing that I really dug down to accomplish something. You guys all, you know, who've done that, feel that and and understand that. But then it's time to get back on the horse and show everybody what it means to set the example of what what it is to be a journeyman elect- electrician or master electrician. And our guest today, is uh, our friend Marty Humrichhaus from uh, Unity Electric out there in California. Uh, He works for our buddy Sean D., who is the owner-operator of Unity. Great company. If you don't know them already, check out Unity Electric on uh, Instagram. Great guys. They do awesome work. And we had Marty on last year right as he finished passing his California journeyman's. And so it was kind of us talking about the process of getting there, right? But what Marty wanted to do was check back in and talk about the process of, okay, year one as a journeyman electrician. Well, what's that like? You know, what what have you learned there? What what has been put on your shoulders that you didn't expect to be put on your shoulders? What are the things that being a journeyman, uh, you know, has changed your way of, of thinking as an electrician? Because, you know once you get in those roles it's like uh we've said it before in here it's like being a parent you know once you have a kid you're like oh shit okay didn't know that didn't realize that like there's all these little epiphanies that come in from your experiences and it's the same you know same with anything you do for a long period of time so we just wanted to have marty on here um to just talk about that kind of stuff like you know what's it like to to move into that world to take on those responsibilities you know um and and i just think that's a worthwhile thing to talk about you know there is there is no end goal uh it's just getting better it's just giving it's just waking up and applying yourself to the thing that you've chosen to do and giving it your best in the hopes that you number 1 succeed today and you, you learn and you and you feel and the, the people that you work for and work with are satisfied and happy and content and feel like they matter um work for the sake of work, man, but getting back into the the mindset of it and understanding understanding little nuances about what's, what's expected of us once we hit those leadership roles. So that's today's conversation. I uh, hope you guys really like it. Marty's a great guy. Check him out. He's on Instagram at um, that underscore one underscore electrician underscore guy, that one electrician guy. Um, I'll, I'll post it somewhere around here so you can see it, but check him out. Check out his work. Uh, he's just a great dude, man. And and we love talking to people like this because, you know, number one, he's a great guy. And it's we're, you know, I'm just always trying to find people like that in the world, good people who, who want to do good for the sake of doing good. I love people like that. And Marty's one of those guys. Um and also as a tradesperson, you know, we we keep seeking out different people to talk to on here or people will reach out to us. And the one thing that you guys all have in common those who've been on the show, those who, we, who we've talked to, is that you care. You guys care, and that's imperative to being good at something. You have to care about it. And there are you know, a lot of people in any industry that just don't care. It's fine. They just don't care. But th- those of you on here that, that follow this show, that listen to it, that have been on it, the thing you all have in common is you care. You're listening to a podcast about how to get better at the nuanced parts of your trade. I mean, you guys give a shit, and I think that's awesome. A lot of respect for that. So Marty's one of those guys, too. I love following him. Um love the message that he's sending. So uh, without further ado, here's our conversation with Marty Humerkouse. Since we last spoke, I feel like you just picked up your journeyman's license, right? Yeah. Yeah. How's, so how's life been as a journeyman?
1: It's been great. You know, it's definitely, I feel like I've stepped up my game like 100%, you know, going Oh, for from, real. All right. You know, going from kind of like an apprentice and like, really learning the NEC and then to now and like fully running jobs, custom homes and, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. so busy. Like I've been, I think I've done work six days a week for the past four weeks. Wow. And then, yeah. And so this weekend I'm like, I'm taking it off. I need a day, yeah. you know. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's crazy. We have an apprentice or I have an apprentice now. So. Okay.
0: Me. Yeah. All right. Um, that's awesome. And is that do you are you with the same apprentice every time you're out on the road doing your thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So All Kevin, right. that's his name. Um so he's been with us probably six, seven months. Okay. You know, so um he's mostly with me. Sometimes he'll go with Sean. You know, All but right. most time he's always kinda of going with me. How old is he? He is twenty seven.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. He's a man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. so he used to work for a company that probably three years where they kind of taught him, like, just get it done, but didn't really show him much, you know? Okay. So, he kind of, he left there and came on board with us, so it was kind of like, hey, this is how we, we do it, you know? This is how, yeah. like, it's okay to slow down, you know? Yeah. Um, we That's to, right. You know, try to get it done right the first time.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's
1: you know? Right. <laughs> and so.
2: Um, it's that's, funny, yeah. It's a problem with our industry, man. Is I feel like of all industries, the electrical industry, what's valued like above all is speed. It's like yeah. everyone I've ever worked for, it was like speed, speed, speed. Everyone's bragging about how fast they are and how fast they can do this and that. It's like, I mean, if you can do it well and quickly, that's great. But it's like, yeah, I, you should be able to do it well.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's like what I talked to Sean. I'm, I'm like, man, you know, I might not be the fastest anymore, but I'm methodical to where. I actually end up being fast because I don't have to go back and double do stuff, you know?
2: That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I I finally, I mean, I'm dude, I'm 18 years in and about four or five years ago, around time I got my master's. I was, I was like, you know what? It's just, it's who, it's who I am. I'm just fine (laughs) with being a slow electrician, you know, (laughs) Doug, Doug's faster than me. Pretty much everyone's faster than me. And I'm, I'm. That's just who I am. So it's yeah. like, if, if it's something that has to happen quickly, we put Doug on it. Yeah. You know, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it's or, like, but I we, accept
0: it. It works really well too, because when we do projects, like there's always going to be more detailed focus work, and there's going to be things that just need to get done to get, to the point of that detail. And they both take about the same amount of time. Yeah. Typically the stuff that needs to get done is like a heavier labor load and the stuff that's detailed just takes more time. And so Josh is it's great with that dynamic because we almost don't have to talk about who takes what side of the project. Yeah. Cause we just trust <laughs> each other to facilitate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is working with Sean, you know, like we don't even have yeah. to talk. And so we're starting to get that way with Kevin, cool. um, you know, and so that's, I am kind of trying to take a different approach now. Like, I'm still trying to teach him as we go, but also going towards his strength, which is, he's like a bulldog, you know. You you send him running wires, he's going to be all over the place. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I will hang the boxes or be more specific and say, hey, let's run this line. You know, this. If we're on a time-sensitive, kind of try to get stuff done. Mm
3: -hmm. But
1: then also give him a little bit more freedom of, figuring things out, you know, and being like, hey, I want you to look at this cabinet plan and, you know, let's figure out where the outlets are going to go. So, yep. yeah, cool. it's, it's crazy going from that apprentice to the journeyman that, and like out here we don't have the masters, we just have the general journeyman, okay. um, which I guess is, I don't know if it's kind of like the masters.
0: I or think so, there. yeah, yeah. Um, it sounds like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So learning how to, like, run a job effectively, dealing with contractors, making decisions and saying, hey, no, that's not going to work is totally different
0: ballgame, you know? It is a different ballgame, right? It's like you have to, like, your apprenticeship is, like, figuring out the trade and how to do it and how to, you know, how to know what to expect, how to know how to be helpful, how to start to finish, complete a job. But then once you get in a responsible role, you pick, you get your journeyman's or your master's, whatever the case, you um, then you have to like turn around and try to explain to somebody else what you just learned in a way that they can understand it mm-hmm. and and be diligent about like their process and double check their work because you got to be kind of on them. That was one thing we we realized with like having an apprentice is like you've got to be really on them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially like you owe them that as well yeah. because they're in an mm-hmm. experience where they're trying to learn, and so their feedback depends pretty heavily on you watching what they're doing. Like, right. if you have a teacher that never grades your papers, you're not. You're like, <laughs> yeah. I think I did great. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. I nailed that one, but I'll never know. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like,
1: and, I, and that's something I've been kind of i'm getting better at it double checking kind of going back you know and and trying not to ever get frustrated because that's a a, you know tough thing to do too um you know i'd be patient and explain so like if i ever have to do a correction i explain to them why you know and sometimes i'm saying i tell them like hey look i'm just being nitpicky you know it's Mm -hmm. not a code violation it's not this it's just because you know i like it but yeah you know and um where was I going with that,
0: but you, they, you they made learned, me do yeah, this, Kevin. They learn by yeah. your example, too. I mean, there's yeah. there's part of like, you know, showing them and teaching and talking to them, but when they see you come back over and say, actually, it looks better this way. Yeah. Like, there's a million ways to skin a cat when it comes to doing the kind of work we do, but showing somebody how to do something and, and it's clean, <clears throat> that's, that's yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll learn by, they'll want to, if he's competitive, he'll want to be He'll want to be as good as you. He'll want to do what you're doing, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's case. So yeah, there was something <laughs> I actually just watched recently. I think it was on Electrician News talking about uh, being a journeyman and some of the things you don't realize. And one of them was talking about like some days you just don't get any work done. Yeah. You know, and I was like, totally get that. Go start working. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna get a bunch of stuff. And then the contractor calls me. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? You know? Oh, hey, this we're doing this light, and we're making decisions and then you know i go help kevin and i come back to the box and i'm like what was i doing oh yeah (laughs) you know kong mason guys come over hey we need this move and you know so it's been a lot of that and i'm like man i feel like i got nothing done today
0: but you got so much done yeah you know all, all of that stuff is part of the process too and it's like That's another part of the managerial... Moving into the managerial process is like you... you, I think we equate getting stuff done with physical labor. And now, well, I got, I knocked out these things, but... And that's all part of it, and that needs to get done too. But that contractor needs to be communicated with, the client needs Mm -hmm. to be communicated with, the drawings need to be looked over with. All of that stuff's just as valid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I spent a lot of time... Once I moved into that role, it's like I was doing work and I would give the apprentice something to do. And then they would come back like really quickly afterwards and be like, all right, I'm done. What's next? And it's like, I did that for a little while where I'm like just barely ahead of them. <laughs> Cause I'm also trying to pull wires or I'm also trying to tie in boxes. And what you yeah. realize like an old experienced guy told me, he's like, man, really your job is making sure that they're set up for success. So it's like you said, it's like, yeah, lay all the boxes out, make sure all the obstacles that are going to pop up in the next two or three days are kind of set up so that they can just roll, and it's yeah, awesome. so, yeah. You really do have to get into like, all right, do we have all materials? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, have we had all the answers from the from the client or? Do we the, know where the locations? Yeah. How yeah. heights of fixtures? Yeah, yeah. So <clears> it's <throat> like you just because this guy, <laughs> this guy was a, a really bad drug addict who would. Um, who eventually, they found him dead. Oh, no, no. So didn't work out well. Oh, but um, oh, no. <laughs> but he was really good at his job. And I was like, those two don't go together to me. Yeah, they do. And so what I, what so I realized right is drug. he was so motivated to get off of the job site uh, to go do drugs. Oh, man. Or steal stuff to sell for money to do drugs. You, you got to put time He got into really it, yeah. good at setting the crew up huh. so that they could roll. Because huh. his jobs got done and they got done well. Yeah. The crew was always happy because they had plenty of things. Like, they never had to ask him questions because he spent his whole time making sure the job was set up and ready to roll and then he dipped back all right if i can do all that without dipping out and and drugs yeah yeah um, or maybe
0: we've got an untapped resource where
2: i know you're a journeyman now how do you feel Uh, about cocaine maybe we
0: try meth maybe we see how meth works out Uh, like you know it's it seems like you could be pretty productive Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: what
3: yeah and like that was one of those things
1: yeah, and so now lately I've been making sure to do like checklists. So, like, I go through walk, take a checklist, this needs to get done, this, this, this. And in the morning when Kevin and I roll up, I'm like, hey, let's review what still needs to get done. You yeah. know, say, okay, I will take these items. You go ahead and take these items. And then if it's a little more detail oriented, I'm like, okay, um, let's go look at this and I'll walk you through it. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. we'll come back to it.
0: That's great, man. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's there's a funny thing that I learned when uh, with working with our apprentice was that there is that there's this like fine line between having setting them up and getting them getting them set and like focused and 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 ready and doing too much for them. Where, where yeah. you start you start to set an expectation to for, to them that you're going to set them up. And I noticed that like, where I was like trying to buzz around a project site and, mm-hmm. and make sure everybody had what they needed while I was in the middle of doing things too. And just being energetic and, and helpful to try to speed things along. But what I noticed was <laughs> he would ask me for things that he should just go get. And it made me think like, like he was like, hey, I'm almost out of screws. And I was like, well, you should go grab some screws. You know, like... <laughs> There's a part of that where it's like, well, I, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not your yeah. screw. Go get, go get some screws. What are you talking about? But you had been, but <laughs> but you I had had been, been doing You that. had been dropping them off. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so he, in his mind, he was like, well, this is what Doug's doing for him. Even so. I was like, oh man, thanks, Doug. I know, I know. Amount of <laughs> screws, Doug. So, so yeah. where's, so where's the line, right? Where's that line? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's like trying to find that even medium of like, okay, send him out on his own so he could kind of figure it out, but also keeping an eye on him. I think I was doing that too, like uh, just watching over his shoulder a little bit too much. You know, I'm like, okay, Okay. like that doesn't help him in the long run if I'm sitting there and always checking up, like, oh, you need to drill this hole or, you know, (laughs) I got a little room to figure it out, you know.
0: Well, he's 27 too, so I think that's got to play a role. Like, is he, what's his work ethic like? Is he self self driven? Yeah. Cool. You know,
1: Um, yeah, it's kind of just like what's. Sean did for me, you know. He kind of threw me out to the wolves a little bit, and yeah. you know, same thing. Like last time I did this, it was I'm like learning, and like even when I go home, I'm studying all the stuff I don't know. <clears throat> so, even now, especially doing, being the journeyman, now I'm expected to have these answers yeah. or find them. You know, yeah. Yeah. um I feel like that's a huge difference too. Is like it's a huge difference. Yeah not calling Sean and be like, Hey, what is this? I'm like, like, well,
0: what's it say? What's the, what's the book say? (laughs) I'm
1: like, Hey, this is what code says. This is what I think I'm going to do. You want to do that? And he's like, yeah, you know?
2: Yeah. Yep. I used to work for a guy and, uh, Mm -hmm. we'd be riding together in a van and one of the other employees would call and he would look at the phone and then ignore it. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, you think that's important? He's like, well, I'll probably figure it out. And, if they don't, maybe they shouldn't be here. <laughs> it's like so. There's a level of like, yeah, they're yes. too. They're to a point in their career where they need to be able to do the try thing. Try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of like, especially in our industry. Uh, there's a lot of like just figuring it out. Period. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like. Um, I, when I was a younger man, I was working for a guy and he was teaching me how to do uh, like some back-end coding computer stuff, nothing like, he. I was just like helping him and I was learning in the process. And I was kind of under the impression that people who were good at computers were just like like that. They just like <laughs> had this mind and they were good at it. And then I asked him for some help because I didn't know how to do something. And he came over to my computer and he just started clicking around <laughs> on the screen. And I was watching him do it and I was like, are you just clicking around? He's like, "Yeah, I'll figure." I go, "I If that's what you're doing, I can do
1: I can figure. I, I can do on. that."
0: Yeah. And it was a real eye opener for me because that's the truth. It's like even even as master electricians, Josh and I call each other and just are, you know, e- even if we know what the code might say about a specific thing or what the rules might be, you know, every everywhere you live there's there's all kinds of situations where you want to check in.
2: I've realized yeah. cuz I called I called you yesterday morning and I've realized the higher up you get into your career, sometimes when you're calling your boss, or you're calling your, your colleagues. Like for us these days, it's less of a technical question. It's usually more of like a ethical question. Yeah. Or like, should we do exactly. this? Mm-hmm. It's like
3: yeah.
2: we know the code well enough. We know um, the function, like the practical function of electricity to make it safe. But like, should I do this X, Y, or Z? Or what would you do here? Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's more of a like, can I get your opinion on something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, versus yeah. like, Hey, what happens when I touch these wires together? I don't know, why don't you it's time me and we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Make it's sure totally you're in record your first.
1: Like how it's evolved with me calling Sean, which is great. You know, and that's where I want yeah. to be, is like, hey, yeah. Me running these jobs and dealing with everything to where he doesn't even have to be involved, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, that's pretty much what I tell him all the time, I'm like, Yeah, then I'm doing my job. You know?
0: It is. It's true it's nice to have those conversations too. Cause you're, you know, he, he trusts you and he, he knows that you understand. And so like, uh, you know, uh, for us out here in Maryland, it's like, I, I don't know what it's like in Cali, but a lot of the properties we come across are so old. They're just like so old and there's lots of farmland out here. So there's lots of horse farms. And so like we find ourselves like Josh, the one Josh called me about this week, it was more, more just like this guy wants to do this thing, but this barn's so old and the, the <laughs> where's the new where does yeah. the new meet the old and how does it function and what's the best way to do it like sometimes those are just questions where you're like i'm not it's yeah. a good question.
2: Anyone who's ever worked in a barn who's listening, or I don't know if you, Marty, if you have, <laughs> uh, uh, if you've ever worked on a farm, now we're not talking like a modern, well-wired situation. We're talking about 100 plus years of like seven different people in there. Mm. Multiple subs. Stuff, yeah, multiple right? panels
3: <laughs> connected
0: yeah. to multiple panels. No separated grounds and neutrals. You on, some, yeah,
2: You see some wild stuff. Yeah. Um, I saw one a couple of weeks ago where a guy had a battery cable Coming out of a sub panel with a clip on it, clip into a water pipe. And I was like, I don't even want to. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know?
1: yeah. we, so, we definitely yeah. run into a lot of handyman stuff, you know, and we go yeah. into these remodels and we always call it like, you know, going back the onion, like how far do we want to go? That's and, right. And I always have an issue because I'm like, I want to gut it all, you know, and, and yeah. I know that's like with Sean and, you know, contractor wise, that's not what they want to hear. So right. it's kind of like trying to find that line of, okay, when do we stop with this? Like, when is it? That's fixed? right. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's a which, good question, man. It's a hard one. Yeah. You know, it's tricky because yeah. like it's, it's such a personal preference thing. It's almost like community communication solves lots of problems. I think in the, like having, and I'd like to get your insight too, Josh, but like having, um, uh, I don't want to say like strategies that you go through a thing, you know, um, policies, where you're like, well, when we run into this situation, this is how we handle it. But even even with those, there's always going to be something where you're like,
2: yeah, what you do know, we do here? The how ch- do we handle this? So the challenge right now is we're, at this point in Lumen Brothers, we're three years in. It's hard for us to think about things outside of being a business owner. Traditionally, when I worked for somebody else, I was, as I said before, I was the slow electrician. Mm -hmm. But I'm the same way, man. If I open up, if I have to replace a switch and I get in there and it's like, oh, these tails need to be redone. And then before long, I'm like, I I just start redoing the whole thing. Well, (laughs) as an employee, you're like, well, it just had to be done. Right. And you're not too worried about like you mentioned Sean and like as a contractor, it's like there's a different perspective there. So Mm -hmm. as an employee, I'm like, look, I'm a slow electrician and I'm thorough so it had to happen but now as a business owner I'm like oh yeah we need a policy because like I know what I want to do and I know what I would have done but now it's like now I know I can see the dollar signs and you can't force a customer to spend their money Mm -hmm. and so either you rebuild it for cheaper than you should because you're OCD or like, like you're saying like it's communication. You go to the customer right. and you're like, hey, does this drive you crazy too? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, want to, you want me to fix this? And they're like, I don't care. No, make it safe. Yeah, right. So yeah. there is a there is a balance there.
0: Yeah. But I mean a lot of in a lot of cases like that, especially old homes, um, you do you do run into situations where there's nothing else you can do. Like um, I give you an example. I had a client has this really, you know, 100, 115, 120-year-old row home, and somebody Put a bathroom in the in between, like the living room. Uh, maybe it existed in the in the original, but um, they the switch was on the interior of the door to the bathroom, but it was behind where the door opened. So so there was some either the door used to swing the other way, whatever the case may be. Switches on the wrong side, so they actually have to like go in the bathroom, shut the door, turn the ah. on. and they didn't <laughs> want to do. That. Yeah. So simple solution. I just um sold them on the idea of putting in a, a cassetta and doing the remote cassette beacon. in, a, in yeah. a reasonable location, right? Pretty simple, except when I took that switch out. This house was so old that that the box that that switch was in was an old, tiny black gem box. It was. It was a tiny little black gem box with like these in the interior uh, straps were so bulky there just wasn't any. It was also so well built. Oh. But yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
2: So I
3: had
0: to, so I had to remove that. I just couldn't fit a, a Lutron cassette switch in that box and so I just needed to redo it but it's a 120 year old horsehair plaster and lath and as I tried to take that box out it just it just crumbled the whole wall so it's
2: like yeah. so you
0: find yourself in these situations where doing the job you were supposed to do like you said it's like a peeling back the onion or, or we'll say you know give a mouse a cookie it's like how far do you go But but at that point you stop and you go and you communicate and you say here's what we're running into I'll cut you a deal on this because this was unexpected but like we've got to get a new box in here, right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. and we're recently doing with I'm dealing with a job right now. It's kind of like a multi million dollar home or it was a complete remodel. They pretty much gutted all the drywall, so open walls. Wow, nice. We kind of we took over it from another electrician and. You know, definitely not to talk bad anything on him, but um, you know, we we because he stopped showing up, so we like, we got hired to kind of finish the remodel. So we start going in, and mm-hmm. first thing I notice is sub panel in the closet. I'm like, okay, well we can't do that. So talk to him. I'm like, hey, we have to move this panel, which means all the branch circuits he ran, we have to rerun. And then I look at the feeder, and it's like I think it was the aluminum. Number two, and we're supposed to have 100 amps. I'm like, okay, well, that's not rated. It's like, we have right. hot tub feed, you know, we're feeding a bunch of loads. Now we have to replace 110 foot sub feed with copper, you know, so that three grand right there, they probably lost. So, sure. And it's, it sucks, but it's like, I know the code where I can make It is it what money. it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it we is what it, it. is. So yeah. We've we pretty much redone this entire house. You know, it yeah. got to a point where it's like we just we had to pull everything, you know. Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, I mean, it goes like that sometimes.
1: Yeah, but it's cool too because now I'm starting to get into some of these bigger homes, and like now we're doing radio raw in this home. Oh, we, are you
0: really? That's cool. yeah.
1: So in the kitchen they had seven switches. Okay. And I was like, that's insane. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is so much and. So we were able to talk to the customer and say, hey, we could do a keypad, you know, all this. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to kind of step it up into that. But then, yeah. now I had to learn everything about Radio Rock, you know, and I had to mm-hmm. go down that tunnel.
0: That's really cool. Did you guys, did Sean go through the training? Have you guys done any of their, like, official Lutron training? So I've done
1: the free one, but he's signing me up for the official. I think Sean has done it. Um, okay. Cause yeah, we actually did another house with radio raw and that's kind of before this one. So I learned a lot okay. about that. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, even, so kind of going back with the dream too, and like understanding like this customer wants to do a recess track system. And mm. yesterday I probably spent two and a half hours just going down the rabbit hole, learning about tracks, you know, I had my house, you know, I mean, I wasn't yeah. paid, but yeah, right. um, I'm going to learn everything there is about tracks now, you know?
0: Right. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's the beauty of any trade is that you get to learn when you are, when you are given a task or you're given Mm -hmm. a directive. It's like, well, I, I don't know how to do that. Well, figure it out. Don't you know? Don't you know how, don't you know how electricity works? Don't you know how to read the code book? Well, you figure it out. Yeah. It's wonderful.
2: That's one of the one of the guys that I worked for um, once told me because I was I was kind of like oh, yeah you know I'll, I'll figure that out and I, let me let me research it tonight and he's like don't ever forget something he's like you're working for me right now but the reality is you're always working for yourself mm-hmm. yeah because everything you learn in your spare time everything you learn on the job site you're getting paid to learn it, but also it's like, that's something you carry with you. So if you start your own thing down the road, or if, you know, you take over for Sean or, you know, hostile takeover, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) the fact is that's all stuff that you've gained up here. That's going with you. Right. And so it's it's
1: like something down the line. If a customer is interested, it's like, Oh, I know everything about this. You know, I know what brands I know, what track heads, you know, and like how to wire it and, yeah, you know,
2: how not to wire it yeah
1: <laughs> well because they were almost about to order these tracks and um, they're supposed to be recessed kind of like a remodeled version of it but where you actually made the connection the box would be up in the ceiling and where we're installing it is is on the first story and the note small it says this box has to be readily accessible you know it has to be mm-hmm. uh, accessed from the attic and I'm like okay, so we can't access this from the first story. I was like, right. so I actually had to, ca- I called the company, talked to somebody and they're like, yeah, this is more for a track or for a drop ceiling. Got yeah. it. So then save the customers probably, you know, 10 grand or, or however much yeah. just because this product wouldn't work. I mean, yeah. we we yes. could have made it work, but not what it was intended for
2: Right. yeah but th- and that's a great thing that you have there to be to to spot that issue mm-hmm. and point it out and and swap it out I think when I was younger I was so gung-ho about pleasing you know the foremans or the general contractors or the homeowners that i would have put every effort into making a certain product work rather than having the confidence to say hey maybe we should get a different product right. mm-hmm. you know, maybe or maybe we'd reach, like reach out to the, cost- the company
3: mm-hmm. and be yeah. like, do you
2: guys have something that's more applicable for a first floor with a finished ceiling you know it's like yeah that's that's a cool spot to be at where you feel comfortable. Totally. Just, you know,
0: well, they appreciate it too. I think if you bring that to a client and that, yeah. that's your expertise, that's what they're, mm-hmm. that's why they hired you so that you can bring that up. And cause they yeah. don't know, they don't know that you, no. you know that what readily accessible even means, you know, or, or why it's important. So a lot that's of
1: electricians
2: our... don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, so like I am talking to the
1: company not. and they're like, Oh yeah. If you did that, you'd have to drop the entire track down access. I'm like, well, that's, that's
0: not, that's right. not going to work. No. Yeah so finding and, those you know cameras. there's yeah there's lots of products too man there's yeah. just so oh many my. products that's yeah I mean you can make a I think um, Corey from Lighthouse had a post this week where it was like everything we're talking about where it was like uh, the thoughts in your mind as a contractor like what a day is like as an electrical contractor it's like did I order that material did I uh, how are we covering for this guy Did it, did we pull those permits like that's your mind now where, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was It was just filling it full of like, how do I do this electrical work? And now you're in this process of like, how do I take what I've learned, communicate it, share it, catch the mistakes, help people understand, show them the right product. It's a, It just keeps growing and it's yeah. it's cool. There's always something to learn.
1: And especially, I think, being able to work with other trades too and seeing the upcoming steps that they're working on. Like, especially with Mason, those working with, I mean, like, hey, I need these like 44 this concrete i need this pipe right in the middle you know our cap is going on right there and um yeah. Yeah. not being afraid to tell other trades that you need stuff what you need. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah i
1: mean yeah. i had this whole job today turned around because i'm like hey i need this this i have inspected yeah. tomorrow like these blocks are supposed to be up
0: you know yeah yeah so, it is I, what I it, want it want to is you got it out. yeah yeah so, yeah, all good stuff though. I mean, because like those those skills are so transferable. Like being able to communicate what you understand in a, in a way that other people can digest, feel feel comfortable. Like that's that's the some of the most transferable skills you'll get.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. So especially with this job, you know, there's a lot of like emails and phone calls, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, the contractor wants kind of daily updates. You know, which is kind of totally new for me when before it was Mm -hmm. like oh get the job done like oh this is what i have to do you know Mm -hmm. so which is good you know even though it could be (laughs) a headache it's good because i'm learning that process of tracking and knowing stuff you know yeah
0: it's important stuff and it's also important like even if you don't go out on your own say ever ever and you just work for somebody you it's it's important for you to know those things too because number one you can understand and appreciate where the management's coming from. If you, if you're working with a team that you appreciate the management, uh, sometimes you can understand that stuff and the management still sucks. But, <laughs> uh, but it's, I think it's imperative like the, that you learn that stuff as you go too, because you just understand it better. You understand more. Like you, you can make educated decisions on, on the fly just cause you've done it. You've been through it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <clears throat> And you'll you'll see, it's a lot like with kids, it's like in The, the Apprentice, mm-hmm. you were once there, and you didn't yeah. necessarily know how much went into it, and now you're in a position where you're doing it, and they don't know exactly what you're going through, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like, oh man, he spends yeah. most of his time out of the van on the phone. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know.
1: that's exactly how... I look sometimes. Yeah, it's like, I'm just,
2: oh, he never does any actual work. Yeah, I pull
1: all the I'm wires. Walking, walking yeah, walking out there, pull, walking in circles, smoking a cigarette, and I'm like looking at my phone, and it's like, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, yeah, man, he gets his journeyman's and now all he does is just like you know, hang he's out checking out, some, hanging out, hanging out, making Facebook posts. <laughs> oh, I know, talking like, to like, modern electrician. <laughs> well, that's like you
1: know, I haven't even done any. Instagram stuff or any of that stuff really lately because it's like okay I'm taking a break I have so much stuff going on I need to focus on other things for now you know
3: yeah
1: and still trying to balance that life too you know between the family and work and yeah you know like yesterday I had to put my phone down even after doing the track going down that rabbit hole I'm like okay I'm done I need to stop yeah you know yeah
0: it's good to know that stuff it's and I think that's part of the practice too is like I'm, I'm still in that phase where um like I need I need things I need tasks where I feel anxious right I, mean, I know that's something I should probably dig into and solve
2: but
0: for now I'm just gonna use it to get lots of stuff done and uh so I find like I have to I have to really parcel my day up, like especially if, if I have a day where we're working long, I don't have to worry about it. But if I have a day that's in pieces, I've got to be regimented. I've got to have like
3: <laughs> if I sit
0: down on my computer, I've got to give myself an out. I've got to give myself like an hour. Like I, at this time, I'm this is that's it. Now I got to go do the next thing. Um,
2: there's a lot to do. I have a pretty strong policy about taking a lunch i never used to and now i do it for my mental health mm-hmm. and, and doug is always a good sport he'll sit down with me he's like yeah yeah we should take lunch we should take lunch and i'm like i'm sitting there eating my food and i look over and he's on his phone i'm like you uh, <laughs> writing emails he's like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i i still have that habit too because uh i used to do uh cable contracting where you got paid by a job so if you took yeah. a lunch like you're losing money so yeah. even now when I go take lunch, I get food. I'm like, just eat really quick. And I'm like running around. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. You know? uh
3: uh-huh. you
0: know, like I usually just put stuff. I have like my lunch fits in my pocket. I'll have like a beef stick. Or he has I one of those
2: harmonica fans that he just puts a granola bar in. And- nice as he goes (laughs) no man I just I I reached a point where I I was when I was working for other people I was just pushing too hard Um, and I just reached a breaking point and it's like I found that rather than sprinting and having to take a gigantic rest Mm -hmm. I would rather take periodic small rests and know that I can just keep going long term and it's like that that twenty five minute or thirty minute break. If that's what it takes for me to like mentally just not do any work, I watch a YouTube video about Jeeps or something. Probably wood (laughs) stoves these days. Wood stoves. And it's like it, it I have to switch off for that little bit of time. Yeah. And then it's it's like, you know, you watch like, you know, any of the Hispanic cultures with their like hour long break. That's that's a cultural way of resetting so that they can have a longer work day and they do it happy. Yeah. They're always happy. Yeah. yeah. They're always talking to each other and laughing and working and they're working long hours. And it's yeah. Like, if they, you're working on a long, a nice long day. break, yeah,
0: you need you a know? long break. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah. Firm
2: lunch policy. <laughs> um, uh, well, you've been bringing in
0: Josh's. So Josh's like main focus these days is he's gonna get. He wants to get the microwave. Set. Josh is a little obsessed with the microwave right now. He wants to have it in the van. I have so one. he bought an inverter. You have one in your van? No, I have
1: it. I have to take it on the job site, but not. See, that's what he's been doing.
2: That's where a lot of electricians are. <laughs> but I got an inverter. That's hooking up into the van. The microwave is going to live right above it nice. because I'm not always on a job site where I can bust out the microwave. I'll be at a client's house. Yeah, that's true. And like I'm out front plugging the microwave into their GFI. And, they're like, <laughs> and then they always say, that thing where they're like, you know, you can come eat inside. And it's like, I that's know. really nice of you, yeah. but I don't, I don't want yeah. to, yeah. you know, and it's like I, you try and tell them nicely. I, I've, I've ultimately I've ended with, well, you know, my van is kind of like my little like private space yeah. this is where I take my time. Yeah, It's where I poop. But, that's where I do a lot of a lot of things you don't want to hear about but it's like having a microwave in there would solve that problem or if I'm between jobs you know I could pull over in a park or something microwave my soup because I've also been eating a lot of fresh food recently like soups and stuff I've been making yeah they're not good cold
0: yeah soup yeah I mean unless it's gazpacho or something and
2: I'm doing
1: well at bringing
0: lunch and stuff
1: but lately I've been kind of going out a little bit more so but uh I mean, we, we have this whole budget, We know, with the family, we've been working out, so we're, i like, oh, I could actually go get lunch today.
0: Oh, nice, but, man, awesome.
1: Yeah, not that we weren't able before, but, you know.
0: Sure, no, we're both married guys, budgeting is a smart move, man, it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. When you're young and you get your first, uh, you know, bit of money in your account, you're like, "I got all this money." It's the same way when you like start a company and you're like, "We made all this money." It's like, "Yeah, no, no, mm, you n- <laughs> no, 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 no." <laughs> it doesn't really work that way. You got to put it away. You got to squirrel it.
1: Yeah, that's what we've Be been. Doing. Right? I mean, that's yeah. that's what's been crazy. We're trying to like move and like all these things. That's why I've been kind of also working extra days because trying to pay off all. Like, the credit cards before we moved to a bigger house and stuff.
0: Right on. Yeah. That's great, man. Oh, shoot. Making some big moves. So you become a journeyman, and then all of a sudden, you just start making moves, man. Yeah,
1: that's how it is. And, like, (laughs) well, that's the crazy thing. is like, man, I'm not even close to being done. Like, even though the stress, you know, sometimes gets a little crazy or you're trying to run all this, at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, man, I love it. You know, like.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. I do too. It's, it's, yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a great thing. The electrical trade.
1: Yeah. And not trying to get burnt out, you know, that's a
0: tough thing too. Um, yeah. And what do you do to help? Like, how do you, how do you stave off burnout?
1: So the crazy thing is, so what I need to take a break, but like, if the kids are gone and Sarah's gone, I've realized that I do not like being by myself it drives me nuts drives me, you know okay. you know sometimes there's those moments where you're like oh I need some time alone or you know whenever every when everyone's day gone, all time. or I guess <laughs> I, I need something to do I need something to learn yeah. you know something yeah. I've, I've yeah. found out is my hobby is learning so okay. that's it, awesome it's a great yeah. hobby yeah. so if I'm not if I'm at home and I'm not learning anything I'm like what am I even doing like I might as well right. work awesome. you know uh huh
0: yeah so what do you do are you reading anything right now are you do, are you a reader do you like to thumb um, through books
1: so mostly right now it's been all electrical you know yeah I've been learning yeah. um what is it like uh, RGBICs and doing like WLED and kind of cool um uh, where each diode is into indi- individually controlled I don't mm. know how I would apply it to the electrical work we do but i think it's cool i'm like oh maybe like a a bar or something Um, and then the radio raw stuff so yeah i've been kind of trying to find my new obsession lately i'm like oh i need something new
0: yeah are you you should uh or not you should but books on um management communication way ways to like be good at at selling things or saying you know chris uh who's your guy chris voss chris voss never chris split voss. the difference is a good one yeah there's like there's always some element of what we're what we do where you can like
2: cross train cross train yeah
1: yeah yeah and it's 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 crazy man it's crazy kind of, you know yeah. and i only have one apprentice i don't know how people like they have 10 people or you know 50 people yeah i do under them like how do they yeah. do that not well, yeah. not well. <laughs> <laughs> You know well, yeah. And that's kind of what I hear about Some some crews Around you know here With the bigger um, Companies is you know a lot of stuff Gets messed up or You know so I could see that And I think that's yeah. what's nice about running A small crew it's like especially just having My one apprentice and like cool it's Not like I'm getting thrown out to Ten guys because yeah. that would just be crazy stressful.
2: The larger the company, man, those large companies have whole crews that go back to fix stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, so um, we've got a friend who's in a solar company, and they have crews who they they're just go around doing, you know, like the last 5% of details and all the jobs that got missed. Hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, like, they, they, the larger management gets the 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 bigger the little drips and things that get through the cracks get Mm -hmm. you know so it's like there's there's trade-offs to everything but yeah man it's like when you manage that much stuff you're gonna miss stuff i mean you're gonna miss stuff managing one person yeah Yeah, i mean totally yeah 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 and i think that's
1: where sean is too is we don't want to or he doesn't you know grow too quickly to where our quality goes down you
3: yeah, know yeah.
1: um because i just and it's, it's probably going to sound conceited but after seeing other people's work and stuff and seeing like thinking about my work i'm like man i'm, I'm actually a good electrician <laughs>
3: like, wow, you know
1: like and i've been yeah, yeah, well, yeah you a, care yeah and
0: it's That's a, the biggest difference
1: it's a thought i've been having for the past three weeks and I'm like, man, I know it sounds succeeded, or like I'll talk to Sean. And he's like, No, no man. you are, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: And you care. You you care to do it right. You want it to be right. And that's all it takes to be a good electrician. That's I think.
2: the bar yeah. the bar, you know, with we talk about it a lot, but like the bar with our trade is low. Not necessarily in the skill set, but in in the fact that people don't care to yeah. the right level. Like even the fact that you're going home and studying on your own time, like can't that's, teach that. You can't teach that, nope. man. It's like, so like, if or if your apprentice has questions, yeah. When you get an apprentice that doesn't have any questions, that means they're just showing up, yeah. And so it's like that. It, but it, it's a. I think it's a small percentage of, of people that really do care to that level, and that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, you know.
1: And that's something um, you know I have told Kim before. I'm like, hey, don't be afraid to ask me questions. And I think from him going from a company that didn't want you to ask questions and he's like oh you know i'm just like like feel like i'm asking too much i'm like i'd rather you ask me a thousand questions and like try to stump me you know like
0: yeah um, well if he doesn't ask you you're gonna have to ask him questions you're gonna have to say why'd you do it that way why didn't you come to me before you did that you know what were, you, what were you thinking?
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Those types of questions. You made me do this, yeah. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also
1: taking ownership, too, because I've, I've talked yeah. to him about this look is that if something goes wrong or something fails, it's not your fault. That's my fault. Because yeah. I didn't check it or I didn't get clear instructions. You know, and kind of taking that ownership, too, of like, okay, well, he did this, but I didn't tell him like clear instructions on this or you yeah. know going back say hey next time like let's do it this way and this is why you know
3: yeah
1: um yep and it's crazy because you know actually my daughter or my stepdaughter um uh, she's 10 spring break right now and so she's actually yeah, been working the front desk at um there's work How her, it was her first like eight hour shift which is a lot for a kid that is. Yeah. And she did great. You know, I think she worked three days, which I was wow. like, dang. Um, yeah. So I was actually talking to her this morning. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, working like an eight hour day it's tough. And to really reinforce that, because like, to her to understand that doing hard work is something to be proud of.
3: Yeah. You
1: know, and then I talked to her and I said, look, like you don't do something like chores or work because you have to. You do it because you want to be proud of what you do. You know. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. You. Yeah. You want your house to look good and be clean, and you want your work to do to be the same. Yeah. It it reflects it reflects you.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. Uh, uh-huh. man, I swear. I, I get so like. Oh like A D D about like my wires and them being nice and flat and like yeah. the thing I did post the other day where it's like all my white wires, you know, in one section and all my yellows in mm-hmm. another
0: section and Yeah, man. It's that's the fun of it is like you get to be be an artist to a certain extent and you know, if you if you can, if you have the time and if you you know, the situation's right, um you can really make something look very pretty yeah I'm, all, I'm always yeah I think that's always the goal
2: you said uh so california doesn't have a master's license is uh, that right uh, so
1: that the highest test we could take is a uh, general journeyman so there's a uh, a general electrician so there's a residential electrician and then so that's what I would think would be like the first step of like the journeyman and then the okay. general electrician um so that's the test I took which it was Zero residential in it. It was all about fire alarms and everything. You know, more towards the back of the book. Okay. Um.
2: And so, is there a certain amount of time you have to be in the field, like, or or is either one the same, or how's it work?
1: Four years for the journey, or for the general, and I think for the residential, you could do it in two years. Okay. Um, Okay. Yeah. So a certain amount of hours, um, of course, for both. But, yeah, the general, I don't know, man. People always ask, like, I've ran into other electricians, and they're like, oh, how hard was the test? I'm like, actually, it actually easy. I was like, but studying for it was hard.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It just depends. Luck of the draw, too. I mean, with our master's exam, the first time I took it, I got a lot of, like, uh, storefront, commercial calculation, mm-hmm. like, things that I just wasn't as keen on, mm-hmm. and I failed it the first time through. And then I really beefed up on that stuff, and I came back, like, all right, give me some storefronts, and it was, like, <laughs> mostly residential, which I was fine at. So, you know, you just never know what you're going to
1: get. Yeah, yeah, mine yeah. was – there was a little bit of calculation, but it wasn't really anything, you know? Okay. Um, it was, like, one, one, uh, like, topic, like, what is – you know, this type rated at this. And I was like, oh, okay. Sure. Like, I was expecting load calcs and everything sure. else. Yeah. Yeah. But it's
2: crazy. So, what, what part of <clears throat> California are you guys in? Uh, San Luis Obispo, kind of
1: like central California.
2: Okay. Um, awesome. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it's crazy, though, how many people don't have the license. Because I could look it up by zip code. I'm
3: sure. Yeah,
1: And I was like, so in my area in San Luis Obispo, there are 10 general um, electricians.
0: That's it? Uh, really?
1: Yeah. So in the next zip code, I think it was like maybe five
0: or eight. That's how of which? So of the 10, you and Sean are two? Yeah. Wow. So I think he's so in a different need- zip code. So I,
1: think, okay. I think in slow, there's two zip codes. So... Okay. In general, there's maybe like 15 general electricians in San Luis Obispo, and I was. Isn't that like, wild? Yeah, I was just like, "Dang, like that is crazy."
0: We just went to a class, a 2023 code update class, and there were like 75 master electricians in there, and most of them were 75 years old. Wow!
2: <laughs> I know. I, I want to get. You're the, definitely uh, the youngest
3: guy in the room.
1: I want to get the new uh, <laughs> the
0: Mike Holt update, you know, because I did pretty, yeah. good. you
1: know, I liked his his course. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely had to freshen up on the new code. I mm-hmm.
2: that's uh, that's what this guy uses. We go to a local guy named Marty Schumacher, but he uses Mike's Holt, Mike Holt's material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: yeah, yeah, it was good. The first round when I first watched the DVD, I was like, man, this is just a lot of talking. You know, I'm like, what are yeah. you even talking about? And then I went through it again. I was like, oh, okay, I know some of these codes now. By the third time, yeah. I was like, oh wow, this is why they're talking about it. You know, it's not. Yeah, not just. Here's the code because I did that as as um, our local co- college or community college, and as a code course. Literally, all the guy did was read from the book, and I was just like,
0: uh, "That would piss me off." Uh,
1: <laughs> like he wouldn't explain anything. No, that's absurd. Yeah, I was just like, I, I, I think I that. stopped that's like stupid. halfway through because like I'm not.
0: I would. Yeah. I had a college course where I walked. I just two classes in or so. The first class I came, it was like some sort of world culture. It was back in college. (laughs) Teacher came in day one, and she just – we already had a – I had the – what do they call it when you get the thing for the – Curriculum? The curriculum Uh, for the – what do they call it? Anyway. I didn't go to college. Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't ask me. So I knew what to read, so I read. You know, it was this is what we're gonna go over? Chapter one. So I read chapter one. I came into the first class, and she comes in. She's like five minutes late. And this is the instructor, the professor. She puts the book down and just puts her face in it and starts reading it. No. And I was looking around the room like, is this for real? And then I told myself I sat through the class. That's what she did the whole class. And I, and I told her, I said to myself, it happens again. I'm out. And I walked right out of that <laughs> class the second time because it's like, what did we do? Yeah. What did we do? Well, then why – if that's the case, why do we have – why mandatory – yeah, why mandatory – just let me pass the class – the test then. Then if you're going to read the – I'm reading the book. I don't need you.
2: Mike Rowe talked about that when when COVID first hit and all these like college courses like um, Harvard and stuff, they sent people home and they were all learning virtually, but they didn't get any money back. And he's like, so what you're suggesting is that there's no value – Coming and interacting with you know on campus with yeah. the teachers with your you know fellow students it's like so why are you why are you paying that exorbitant price it's yeah. like what are you offering right yeah you know, that's different from just reading the book you know Doug can just read the book
0: I will too especially Harvard books it's all I read at <laughs> Harvard books uh, it drove <laughs> me crazy I was just, especially
1: when it got to voters. I think it was around then I was like I can't okay. I can't I am like, I can't do it.
0: Yeah. Um, you know? I mean, if he's not, if he's not like extrapolating and hel- helping you understand what the hell, what's the point, what that's what your point is yeah. an instructor.
1: So, yeah, you know, and, and it's kind of a good point with a, um, a journeyman and an apprentice, you know, as we're going in the van and he's like, Oh, what are we doing? Or if this is what's going on, or he asked me a question, I'm like, let's open the code book. You know, so I have the Mike Holt with pictures and everything. And I have our, you know, our new book, um, so I'm like okay look at the Mike Holt you know try to find the answer or I'll tell him okay look up the, the regular book if you don't understand it? let's open up the Mike Holt so you can kind of see examples um, so I try to stay on that on top of that too having him look up code you know yeah. like we had yeah. an inspector recently where we had excuse me a gfci behind a, uh, a range and behind um, a refrigerator So we put it there because it was within Six feet of a sink basin mm-hmm. So he had But it's not accessible Yeah so it's not readily accessible mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You know uh, Kevin's asking well like why I'm like well let's look it up Let's look up the definition of what readily accessible is You know mm-hmm. So I was like sometimes two codes Are going to conflict with each other And it's up to the HJ to decide What they want to implement You know i like, I guarantee you if we didn't put GFTIs in, you probably would have looked and be like, oh, this has to have GFTIs, you know? So it's just one of those. Right. But having them look that up and open up the code. Break. Sure.
0: And you can always protect at the breaker. Yeah. For the circuit. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Which is readily accessible. Right.
1: Which yeah. we would have done that, but we were kind of like maxed out on our breaker space and, customer, went,
2: we're on drugs, <laughs> and so. customer didn't want to
1: like you know or the contractor yeah. didn't want to upgrade the panel so we were like oh, mm-hmm. all right
0: wow.
2: yeah yeah that's always a hard thing too but yeah man yeah. doing that ha- having somebody look something up is so valuable yeah, yeah. you know and I, we talk about it all the time but the one i like to do is when you have somebody who knows a rule mm. it's like well find it in the code book yeah. prove it show me That's yeah, what you would my... be surprised <laughs> by what you read reading there That's yeah. what my... all, all, most of the stuff i've learned in the code book is when i'm flipping through looking for something else yeah, in the
0: code and you're like oh I'm uh-huh. like, whoa, i didn't know you could do that or there it is i remember hearing about yeah. this
3: right yeah. yeah yeah
1: and there's been plenty of those too like and especially once people find out that i have my journeyman license they like say <laughs> contractors and stuff like oh can you do this prove yeah it. what what is the code <laughs> on this and like uh-huh. they try to test you some, and I'm like, okay, sure. well, this is what this is. And if I don't know the answer, yeah. I could go look it up.
0: You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's really all about navigating the book. It, you know, there there are parts of it that are like really important. Like the way that the way the code book's broken up. Josh helped me understand that, kind of how they originally broke it up. And then there's little parts, like um, little little rules that you don't realize, like in in the motor, I think it's the motor chapter, every single article is designed, I might be wrong about this, but I think I remember it right, it's every article is designed to be independent of the other articles. It's like, they it's something like that. I can't remember exactly what that was. But there's all these little tricks inside the book that if you don't you go through... Yeah, it's yeah. hard to read it. It's hard to know what they're trying to say or
2: That that's why know. it's it's really I I take we take the continuing educational courses because we have to for upkeep our, of our masters mm-hmm. every 2 years, but it's really helpful to do the um, code update ones because you learn more than just the individual codes they updated. Yeah. Like you'll learn like so I did one from 2014 to 2017. <clears throat> they actually restructured the book. To be more intuitive, but it's kind of changed how things were always set up previous to that. Mm-hmm. And so just reading my Mike Holt book, I didn't pick up on that. I'm sure it was in there, but I didn't I didn't catch it. So it wasn't until I went and sat with an instructor that he explained that because he felt like it was really important information. Mm-hmm. So it's like with 20 with 23 they, they kind of did that a little bit too. Yeah yeah. they took all the definitions out of the individual code areas and put them all under definitions. all 100. Which sounds good uh, on the surface, but I think it's a I'm really not bad idea. It. It's oh, not cool. I like to have them in
1: the individual section. No more dot two. No, no so more dot now, two definitions. instead of being like, yeah. if
2: you're in a section where those definitions are really relevant, now you have to go all the way back to definitions to find it. You uh, and you have to know section.
0: exactly what the what the word might be that you're trying to define, or how they might, fr- you know. Yeah. It's. I think it, I think it was a bad move in my. opinion.
2: Yeah, Marty was saying he felt he felt like it was really. It was done really to help the code making panel unless mm. the electricians. I got it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I liked having your you're in a section. Just like because everything in the code book is like you you can read an article and be like, Oh, that's the rule. But what section is that article in? Yep. It is a rule and it is saying something, but you're talking about this and not that. And so like when definition I felt like the definitions being on the dot two of every chapter was like that's this is, these are the definitions of this section. This these is what we're going to, this session. is what we need to know for this. That yeah. made more sense to me. Well, and that's, yeah. Like,
1: um, yeah, rules superseding rules is what I was telling Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like, like, okay, yeah. in a garage, or what about, you know, a car charger? I'm like, okay, well, you're not going to look under TSDI. You're going to go to that particular article talking about that mm-hmm. item and then see if there's something in there. You know, or it might be both. It might be both areas
0: that you're have to chat, you know? Yep, that's right. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah, they, but the longer you do it and the more you go through it and the more you sit back in classes, the more it sinks in. And, and before, before too long, I remember the code just seeming like this... Um, insurmountable thing that I couldn't understand when I was first starting. I really wanted to, but I was nervous about it. I was scared of it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to read it. I don't know. I, I, I feel stupid every time I pick it up cause I have no idea what this thing is. And, um, you know, Josh taught me something before my journeyman's exam that kind of changed the whole book for me was the index and just mm-hmm. utilize, cause I had it all tabbed out and I'm like trying to m- memorize the order of the chapters and th- using the tabs. And he was like, whatever you're looking for your index is your starting point yep. you find it in your index and you go from there now it may be like you were saying marty in different sections of the book for different things but your your index is the starting Yeah, point. and that helped me make sense of the whole book for sure yeah what
1: is your keyword you know what are you really yeah. trying to work and identify and what section
0: yeah what, where do, what section are you looking for it in cuz you can go to that word and it'll have all of the locations where it's listed. So that's when it comes in handy, knowing how that book's laid out, because if you're looking for something and, you know, know
2: and knowing that the restructuring they did in 2017 from that, from that cycle forward, the articles one or the, the chapters one through three are like the rules, right? But then four through seven modify those. So anything that happens in those latter chapters is what is is what takes precedent over anything in Article Three Ten? Old you know? Testament, New Testament, <laughs> yeah.
0: basically. basically. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's a good way to think about.
1: it. So it's
2: like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all, hey. all the old stuff still <laughs> yeah. yeah, All the old stuff still counts, <laughs> but, but Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Follow
0: the rules, but Jesus. Uh, yeah. Right. Yep. Cool. Well, yeah. It's it's so. um, being a journey
1: journeyman and you know the one thing is what I try to explain to him too is like dude it creates so many opportunities if you get your license you know because not a lot of people out here have it I mean obviously like by the area it's just I could probably go anywhere and get a job in California because I have my license
2: Yeah. Not even probably. Yeah. Big time. You can go anywhere in the country, dude. Yeah. I mean your license in California helps you. Yeah. But even if it's not transferable to another state or city, the fact that you have it somewhere else, it that has so much power. And you've
0: passed the test so you know that you could go anywhere, retake that test and pass it. So it's like Yep. I don't understand it. I mean, it's look, I'm me, you people are them. I don't I don't get it, but like if you're gonna do something, I don't understand the whole like not take not doing the license thing. It's just like yeah. even if you don't do your own thing, it's like, why would you not it would be like I don't I had so many analogies that pop into my head of like what <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I don't know, yeah, yeah, this it's, it's like, the most common practice ran I into some other
1: electricians and stuff. You know, kind of to supply house, and you know, we'll talk about license. Oh well, no, I'm not going to get it. I'm like, okay, you know. And then I hear him talking. Okay, we're going to do this and do that. I'm like, well, that's not code. You know, in my mind. I'm like, that's not right. You know. Like, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I've heard people say too, like, well, I don't need it. I'm doing it's Like, I mean, yeah, you do. I, you know, not for the situation you might be in at the moment. It's probably not completely necessary for that situation. But that doesn't mean you don't, putting yourself through the rigors of getting it is what makes, is what teaches you. Yeah. You learn those things. You're like, I didn't, I learned so much doing that.
1: Yeah, I feel like the code book to me kind of was like a light bulb that just came on one day because I had read the book so many times and went through everything and started doing the Michael, you know, and I was like understanding it. And I don't know if there's a certain time when I was studying, like everything just clicked. And I was like, "Yeah, wow, it all makes sense. I know how this yeah. book works. Like, how it's divided mm-hmm. into, oh, uh, like when they write the articles, like okay, locations or accessibility, and then, you know, but also being able to apply it out in the field. And it was crazy. Like, it's yeah. I think when I first got my license, I think we talked about this. Like, I felt like I was still an apprentice, mm-hmm. you know." And I think the amount of progress progress I've been able to make in the past year or so has just been like mm-hmm. insane to me.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. I mean, it's something to be said about being thrown to the wolves to a certain extent because um, it's sink or swim, and usually you swim. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, especially if you want if you want to. If
2: you you know what I mean. If and you don't ever hear from the people who sink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's a so watch it's <laughs> always great <laughs> you only yeah. I talked about this a couple episodes ago you only hear from the survivors that's true that's very true it's true Well,
0: and it's great. but I mean it's, it's go oh, ahead yeah. please no and it's, it's
1: great too now that like all these people want us to come work at our job like we've been pretty much saying no to work because we're just yeah. swamped but they want us yeah. to be there like one of our contractors wants us to take all their work and it's because of all and which is your quality, yeah. Our quality, and which is nice because I do most of the work for them. I'm like, mm. Oh, that's cool because like it's reflective of me, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, man, it makes a difference. It's like it's funny how, like, not and not everywhere, but the bar, like Josh said, the bar's low, and it's funny how, like. I've I've kind of always had that those instances where like you shoot really high for something or like I'm such as I'm we're all kind of the same where we're like driven like I want to do something and I want to really learn it I don't want to half ass it I want to get my put my all into this and I've always been that way in the military whatever and I found almost every place I've gone I've turned around and been like well where the fuck is everybody at like (laughs) not many people. I like that yeah. and and it's so like you're you're ahead of the game in that respect that you're just driven and you're focused and you're you're you just are you're where you're at in the process but you're working toward self-improvement and that's awesome
1: yeah and I, and I think for apprentices like kind of out there or journeymen
0: you know kind of trying to
1: make their way up and you'll you can really see those people like differently like the people that are just getting by or the people that are striving yeah. to really learn or asking.
3: Yeah.
2: you
1: know, or I'll have other electricians. I have other, like, companies call me and be like, hey, what's the code on this? You know, it's, it's a guy that we're friends with, you know, a local
3: yeah
1: um, electrician. He's like, hey, what's the code on this? Or or I could call him and be like, hey, what's Radio Raw, you know? Sure. And
3: yeah, man, that's great. Yeah.
1: So. So... I think like I think, like if you're going to do it and you know you're going to stick and you want to move up you really have to go for it. You know what I mean?
0: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be doing the things that you're doing where you come home and you keep researching because you were not satisfied that you didn't know what that shit was. I, I was yeah, that drives me nuts.
1: Up. I do not like. Yeah. Not like having that an answer. Yeah.
2: Coming home googling how yeah. can I take over Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, of you know. hostile takeover <laughs> oh, <small Yeah>. man. <laughs> you know and people kind of like ask me they're like oh you
1: can start your own i'm like nah like i'm gonna stay with shot like i like where i'm at you know like yeah, yeah i'm bro. fine with what i'm doing and you know as long as yeah. i can live well, I mean, here
0: yeah and it, it's it's it depends on where you work too and who you work for some people are great at giving some people recognize talent and hard work and effort and they get out of your way and they say you're
2: that's, that's what i'm looking that's for that's doug's dream
0: it's like oh you're better than i am <laughs> by all by all means well that's like have at it. where i want to yeah. be is like
1: be able to take over run jobs but also yeah. not have the stress of owning a business and that's mostly why i'm like yeah. oh man like i just want to be able to yeah. come home I'm sure I was still obsessed yeah. over a job, you know.
2: Dude, yeah. you you are a boss's dream. You are That's like right. a guy who's motivated, does good work, but like enjoys not necessarily doing all of it. Yeah, it's like because m- most of the people I feel like. It, Anyone that works for you is usually in a a transitional period where it's like if they're really good, they're not going to be with you long. Like Every now and then you hear about guys who are just like work really well within a company and work well with the boss and they like their role and they're good at it and they train people and they give back. And it's like that's an awesome thing to have. It is, man. It's an
0: awesome thing to offer do it's like yeah there's so much and and that's another that's another example of the bar being low like there's a there's an attitude in in as an employee of like i'm better than this i don't need this shit these i'm i could do this shit better it's like that attitude doesn't get you very far It it's a it shows that you lack full perspective of how everything actually works and so you know it's so funny if you just come into a setting and you want to learn and you're interested in the first place, it's, it's a home run. Like you, I can't, any young people listen, <laughs> <laughs> care, just care, yeah. just come into a thing and, and, and try and be there and like, be ready every single day and, and you'll do so well.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and even caring, I think about the job even goes as small as like, yeah, you know, so I think you post something like about sweeping. You know, like we sweep up our job sites and clean up and, you know.
0: We swift, dude. we
2: swift. Yeah. We, get de- yeah. we get detailed. Did yeah. I have Windex on my van.
1: Yeah, we have vacuum uh, back yeah, I mean, and, I mean, I yeah, have like sure. moving mats and like when we go on a job to do finish, we hurt. put moving mats over the kitchen counters, you know, so nice. we're not yep. setting yep. our stuff on people's cabinets and.
0: Correct. Uh, yep. it goes a long way those little details go a long yeah, way yeah you know in a contract you know they
1: come in you see you doing that and you're caring for the job so it's like okay yeah I want them back like you right. know compared to
0: set the tone yeah
1: mm-hmm
0: but yeah, it's- yeah. I can't tell you how many people. When, I, when I'm, I'll be putting drop drop cloth on the floor before I do something. I can't tell you how many people have said none of the other contractors do that.
2: Really? <laughs> or you're putting on you're putting on your shoe protectors, and the plumber looks at you and goes, oh, "Come on, man, you're looking, make <laughs> me look bad." You? I'm like, I got extras. <laughs> we did a
1: job on a Sunday, and we're just adding can lights into this this house. You know, I think two bedrooms. You know, we were able to finish it in four hours, but we had their bedrooms looking like a hazmat station. You know, like mm-hmm. plastic everywhere, moving mats, runners—like everything was covered.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah. by the time we clean up, there's no—you know—minimal vacuuming yeah. and cleaning up. Yeah,
3: that's
0: that's their bedroom. Yeah, it's their house. That's yeah. the, that's the mentality. It's like that's a person's bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. take care of it. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, just be respectful. It goes so far, you know. Be respectful, yeah. Just be respectful. It's not your house. Yep, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think folks uh, steer clear of residential to some extent because of the um it's it is a tight butthole most of the, the time.
2: The amount of work and and stress that's not even related to electrical work. <laughs> yeah, well especially
1: it's, custom it's homes where Yeah, I'm bad. things yeah. could just change all the time. Like I mm-hmm. in this one little section where they're trying to side the light. Is gone from sconce to can to like a sconce to possibly track. And I was like, okay, yep. I'm not going to touch this line until we have an official answer, you know? Good. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I think Kevin was getting a little frustrated the other day because, you know, we had to go make changes. And he's like, man, like we have to yeah. keep redoing stuff. Like it's a custom homes, you know? Yeah. I was like sometimes it's messy.
2: Practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's repetition.
1: Being able to avoid some of those or call it out in the very beginning of a job, like, hey, are you yep. guys doing floor heat, are you doing towel warmers? Or is there any extra stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want a place to plug in your vacuum? You know? Yeah. Um, yep. Trying to think those think about those unaccountable things that contractors don't think about. You know, or people That's right. I would say.
0: Yeah, and if you're the one who makes that cool suggestion to the client, it really sticks out too. Yeah, if you're the one who's like, "Oh, hey, what about you know? Have you thought about a towel warmer? Like, oh, oh yeah, I saw it. I saw that somebody had that. I, I, you know, they just weren't thinking about it, right?" Well,
1: and like, uh, I think I suggested for sconces over the bed with switches. You know, I Mm -hmm. we'll see how that works out. I think, you know, because I think they're gonna be too low. I keep trying to tell them, like, hey. It's really low. You're at 29 inches. A standard nightstand is, I think, 30 to 32 inches. And, like, mm-hmm. even that, like, I looked up standard nightstand height. You know? <laughs> that's so, right. That's, so, yeah, sure, man. Knowing that, and I'm like, they're like, no, go ahead and put it there. So, I created a backup in case that doesn't work to where I can install, you know, um, like a radio raw switch or, you know, whatever system we're going to do, and we could do Pico's nightstand you know so yeah. like thinking about things that could be an issue later on you know and kind of preparing for some of that
0: that's right and that comes from experience yeah. right that comes from being in that situation and feeling the sting of not accounting for something that you could have yeah. and, you know what i mean and <laughs> you're like i'm never again i, I will always yeah. remember that <laughs> exactly
1: i'm like all yeah. right like yeah. So do, doing a bunch of that, I feel like I'm always trying to account for things that might happen. And a lot yeah. of times there's been times where we've come back and like, Oh, do you want, I want this, you know, this light and this light to be actually switched separate because they're two different styles. I'm like, great. Because I ran both switch legs into the box. Right. I didn't daisy chase. Just in. little. Yeah, mark.
0: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. All little stuff. Are you good at keeping notes?
1: God, uh, I've been using the app my Apple notes, you know, and been trying to integrate okay. that a little bit more and yeah. so I actually have it broken mm-hmm. down to like um parts, roughing, finish, um, customer cool. notes, you know, questions. But the only problem I have is like trying to do it on my phone. It drives me kinda nuts. Yeah. You know. Sure. Mm, yeah. So I've been kinda thinking about getting an i iP- the iPad Pro with a pen, you know, kinda yeah. hey, that's what- He's
2: got the pen. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, man, I I run the whole business off the phone. Yeah, you know, so my my iPad collects dust. Yeah. really. But that's that's well, just because yeah. it's like phones in the pocket already. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, I I've it's like I always have the times that I take the notes or write the emails are always when I'm in between things where I don't have the computer, I don't have the iPad. You know, I'm, you know, it's five minutes while I'm waiting for a customer or, you know, 10 minutes while I'm waiting at the supply house. True. So it's like,
3: just
2: yeah. kind of how it pans out. Yeah. I do love the pen. Actually, my daughter loves the pen more than I yeah. do. Yeah, my daughter uses the um, Yeah, yeah. I, I open up my iPad and I go to notes and it's like... Drawings. Doodle, yeah. doodle, doodle, <laughs> <Yeah>. doodle. <laughs> you know, well, funny. it's like I have <laughs> yeah. to
1: sometimes take better notes because I'll do like two phrase words, you know, Oh, okay. Or like, uh, yeah. even when I do my checklist, I have to remember like, oh, Kevin's seen this too, because it'll be like stair light. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, hey, what about the stair light? But that.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. I started when I would make a material list for the for myself for a job. I started um, writing it as if I'm gonna put it in an email to the supply house or to hmm. or whatever it is to a customer because that does happen sometimes where I want to be able to just copy and paste, yeah. but I'm like, Oh man, I have got all my abbreviations in there. Right. The supply house doesn't know what any of it is. Right. So I just got into the habit of making sure that like when I write a materialist for me, I write it so that they could read it. Yeah. And then if I need to just copy and paste, psh, yeah. it's done. You know? Yeah, Cause I think so. when I
1: first started doing it, I was like all in I was like, Oh what? I could scan documents, you know? And I was like scanning in, um, like the, the blueprints or like manufacturer details or stuff that they had.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, and then, which was great because I was like, okay, Sean could see it. I shared the notes so Kevin could see it, update. And then, um, but then I also felt like I was taking up so much time, you know, like trying to, I, I have to try to find a balance between the two, I think, of where I'm not yeah, spending dude. two hours like doing a ton of notes, you know?
0: Yeah. I try to, I try to keep templates. I've mentioned it on here before. I like, if I'm, if I'm writing a, say I'm doing a proposal for a heavy up, I'll template it. I'll just, I'll just copy and paste that proposal. So, and I'll, and I'll basically put it in my notes under my template file, but it's like heavy up, single family home. And then the next heavy up will be uh, maybe like 400 amp. And so basically those, I'm already writing the proposal. So I'm just I'm just like copying and pasting it and saving it in my template. So the next time I have a 400 amp heavy up, I'll have to change some oh, things. Oh, gotcha. But but the but the meat and potatoes are there, so I don't have to spend the whole time thinking of like how do I word that again. We
2: we do the same thing with emails to customers. No, no. So whether it's like. I have, you know, into my notes and it's like rejection email, yeah. confused email. It's like <laughs> uh, email is based off of what the customer is saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I don't have to rewrite the whole thing. And yeah. it's like, we've already it's already phrased nicely. Yeah. I swap their names and like, yep. you know, some basic stuff. Yep.
0: Yeah. Just try to make, just try to make it as automated as possible. Cause yeah. it's so much. Better. When I made that mistake too, cause
1: uh, we're, I was working with the designer, the contractor, and I think the customer's, And the contractor wanted to put the receptacle, so it's going to be wainscoting in the powder bath, and they didn't want to have a receptacle, or he didn't want to have a receptacle, like, seen. so he's like, could we put it in the medicine cabinet, like, behind this mirror? And um, so that email was going around, and then the, uh, the designer chimed in and was like, wait, you know, why are we doing this? Or, you know, and I was like, well, per code, you actually have to have it like in a really accessible location within this amount of feet unless it is part of a uh, cabinet. You know, whether right. a medicine cabinet meets that requirement. So like that's kind of up to... Yeah, d- might be up to the age. Yeah. But then what I realized mm. is she got super confused and was like, mm. so wait, are you saying this plug at my house that's on the wall that's not code so sometimes too much info especially with code is bad
0: yeah and agreed
1: so I learned that from there I'm like okay you know I don't have to explain or say code to customers like unless they really Mm -hmm. specifically ask give the short detailed version yes sure no you're right we can we (laughs) (laughs) can't you know yeah
2: not we're not allowed yeah you know, per code yeah. this
1: and this we have it within six or three feet of the basin
2: yeah and yeah. they're
1: like wait what does this mean you know
2: they're like, great great work man. yeah exactly yeah, it's right. totally i was just like
0: oh my god okay so i, I learned from that I'm
3: like
0: yeah. or well, there's a part of you that wants. a part of you that wants to flex yeah. and be like, "Look at the oh
3: yeah, the it's the like the most knowledge." I idea. That's yeah. like, I, yeah. I, I think that's sure totally what it was. was. <laughs> I was trying
0: kind to of flex, like, like
3: I know
1: stuff, and then and then I look back. because if you
2: hear an electrician say basin, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> the, sink basin. Yeah, you know he's flexing. The designer's like the what? Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Yeah, like this is it considered a
1: cabinet or is you know? Let's go to definition.
2: <laughs> Let me send you a
3: picture.
1: Okay, <laughs> <I don't> like, <laughs>
2: You suggest to the whole email thread that you go to the definitions. Yeah.
1: So, like, even dealing with the contractor, and sometimes I'll find myself going on a tangent about code and I have to stop myself. I'm like, he's just looking for a yes or no answer. You know, will this work? No. You know, if you want an explanation, this is why. You know. Yeah.
2: See notes for explanation. That's right. Yeah. Got a template
1: of it I'll, temp- I'll
0: send you the template
1: so yeah that, that was a good i think lesson for me as being a journeyman yeah. of like don't flex too hard you know yeah, yeah right yeah don't you don't have to you know you know code you don't have to let everybody know that's code. some like
0: there's got to be like a kung fu, old kung fu phrase in there somewhere i don't know what it is but there's that seems like some kung fu shit where it's like you know know how to use your sword but don't use it type <laughs> yeah. thing. You know?
1: Yeah, because I mean I, I I do like talking about code, and so that's what's been kind of nice, like trying to teach Kevin. And I'm hoping he's you know yeah. he will pick up the code book. That way we have debates over code. You know, I'm like, hey, what is this? Or yeah. kind of refreshing me yeah. as well. You know.
2: Sure. Yeah. Well, so Doug and I have a thing called Electric Club, uh-huh. and uh, it's basically because our wives don't care about code <laughs> yeah. or electrical work, <laughs> Why so. Would they? Um, if you're looking for a place to flex with fellow yeah. uh, electricians who like about code, we're uh, that'd be
0: cool. Yeah. We're nerds. I you know, know.
2: Sarah yeah. probably
1: it's knows fun. more code than probably other <laughs> apprentices, you know,
0: that's,
3: that's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah.
0: My wife just tunes me out. <laughs> I start talking about it. She's like, I don't buy. Uh, well, okay, she'll bye. talk
1: to me about like hairdressing or, you know, um, cosmetology stuff like mm-hmm. hair. And then Uh I end up knowing more stuff about hair than I feel like I should know or like about nails and (laughs) stuff because then I'll start researching. I'll start looking stuff up.
0: Then I'll start researching.
1: You know, I'm like...
2: (laughs) How do I do Sean's hair? (laughs)
1: I'm like, what is an agave agave treatment? Like, why? What's a chemical
0: to, you know? Yeah. I've never... I've never looked up any of the hair stuff that so my wife well,
2: is So There you it. go. So yeah. she tunes you out, but you I, equally I turn I her tune her
0: out too. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good give and take, it's a back and forth. You know, marriage. <laughs> We're both married to Sarah's yeah. hair. Well, my that's the only way to go. My right? problem is then is then like
1: I start to look up too much, and then so I'll accidentally start mansplaining stuff. I'm like, well, oh no. I'm like, wait, oh no. did you do a three or a two? Did you fade this? And she's like, shut up, this is my job, you know. She's
2: like, it's so important that you not finish that. Sentence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: I'm like, oh my god. So I've I've gotten better at that. I have gotten. I'm working yeah. on it, but I'm like, okay. She's like, you're mansplaining right now. I'm like, ah. Oh.
0: Ah, okay. uh, she's well, like I'm not your journeyman. I'm not yeah. your apprentice. Uh, fortunately
2: yeah. for me, my wife's job is way more complicated than mine, so I could never explain it to her.
0: So, <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, uh, she's actually <laughs> came out and helped me on jobs. We've installed can lights before. Okay. Oh, get
2: out.
0: Yeah. All right. So, damn, and you survived oh, it. Your marriage survived. Oh,
2: yeah. That's awesome. That's great. Oh yeah, no, it was awesome.
0: No, she's great. And my hopes is too
1: soon is Bobby, who's almost. Um, 13 eventually i can start taking him out on jobs and he can start helping me there you, you go. know that's like my ult- break him in. ultimate goal is to have him come work with me
0: great cool. so you got soft hands yeah oh yeah yeah
2: gotta, gotta strengthen them, uh-huh. sharpen them up i suggested my wife come to work with me one day and she laughed at me <laughs> yeah, that's the
0: appropriate response
2: I feel like Sarah <laughs> would okay, Sarah man.
0: would totally come to work
1: no actually she helped me oh she actually helped me do a side job the other day we did uh, I was running a bunch of we it was kind of like a sunroom and the customers wanted like five um, outlets along this brick wall so I was bending pipe and she was um, hanging the boxes and hanging the, all the pipe up oh yeah oh, she helped me pull wire that's and awesome.
3: stuff.
0: yeah what? that's awesome yeah, yeah that's love that's real love <laughs> that's <awesome. laughs> i don't think i've ever heard anything so romantic in mind <laughs> uh, I mean, we always laugh about this uh <laughs> the, <laughs> the notebook ain't got nothing on if, you and sarah's if relationship you share
1: each other's group schedule that's true love
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> like
1: right, hey, yeah. you tell them where when and yeah. how like you're gonna use the bathroom that's right <laughs>
0: My wife and I might share the same schedule, but we definitely do not share the same velocity with which we poop. (laughs) I mean business every
1: time. Yeah, she'll probably kill me. She's like, what the heck? Why did you talk about that?
2: You'll notice I'm not saying anything because I'm one step ahead of you. Smart fella, smart fella. My wife doesn't listen to this shit. Oh,
3: no, mine
0: definitely will. That's good. Oh, that's good. Love you, babe. Yeah, she told me the other day, she she was like, (laughs) she was like, I don't, I've never listened to your podcast. I was like, you shouldn't shouldn't listen. Yeah. Well, it's cool, I guess. All right, brother. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say we can we can uh, cut it short, but what else no, you got? It was actually it was kind of cool the
1: other day. Um, Maddie was at school, and I don't know if the teacher had found it, but I guess she listened to a podcast from last time. And she's like, "Oh, okay. you know, this guy Marty did a podcast." But Maddie didn't say nothing right. to the teacher. Like, "Oh, that's my stepdad," you know. Yeah, really? So, Ouch! I know.
0: Dang, maybe she just was too nervous. Uh, probably
1: i probably embarrass her
0: yeah i mean even probably <laughs> even if, even if it's like supposed to be cool it's embarrassing to a kid oh yeah you know
2: but yeah they're uh they're embarrassed about their own shadow they are so yeah. that's true
0: well marty thanks for taking the time again man we, we always love checking in with you and hearing how things yeah. are going
1: yeah give another year see where we're at you know <laughs> yeah man, heck yeah! See
0: how young young Kevin's coming yeah. along. Yeah man, it's good to hear that yeah. you're in, you're in the process of all this stuff because this is where the the real learning takes place. You it know?
1: really is, you know. And that's like, I feel like I'm just learning
0: from this
1: stage. You know, before it was yeah. apprentice. Now it's learning how to be a journeyman, how to run jobs. I'm yeah. like right in yeah. the beginning of that process. Yeah, you
0: know? that's a fun place to yeah. be, man. Yeah. Well, keep up the good work. Keep up the mm-hmm. like the motivation and the, the the drive for learning. It's it's infectious. Yeah,
1: of course, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. That was our conversation with our buddy, Marty Humrick-House from Unity Electric out there in California. Marty, thank you as always for coming on and uh, sharing your infectious enthusiasm for the work that you do. We really appreciate you. Uh, that's it for today's show, y'all. Have a great one. Do good work. Be safe out there. We'll see you next time.